Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Holy Week. Well, as I mentioned yesterday, Matthew, Mark, and Luke record for us a bit of the daily experience of Jesus leading up to his crucifixion. Remember that on Sunday and Monday, we have Jesus marching into Jerusalem and cleansing the temple, and then doing just a bit of teaching after that. Well, on Tuesday, today, all three of the Gospels record Jesus entering the temple and, as soon as he does, being caught up immediately in debates about his authority. And this leads to a series of of teaching blocks. As I was reflecting on Jesus' teaching on this day, just a few thousand years back now, (laughs) I noticed a story nestled in on this day that I had never actually noticed before. Now, that's not entirely right. This is a famous story. It's something that's so famous, it's still remembered in pop culture today. But it struck me as new and strange because I just never realized that it, that it happened on today while Jesus was busy confronting the temple system and the temple leaders. Well, Luke tells a story like this in chapter 21, verses 1 through 4 of his gospel. As Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. Now, that's a lovely story. Uh, once in a while, you might even read in some old novel or something about the widow's might, and that's where this, this comes from in old King James language. And Jesus' overall point here seems to be that God is not as interested in the amount of the gift as he is in the depth of the sacrifice attached to the gift. This is a classic text. I remember hearing about this growing up, uh, usually every January when we had to do a sermon on tithing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I never do them that way. <laughs> but but this is one of those classic texts about you know giving generously to God, and I would be willing to, to guess that you've you've probably heard some some people say this is an example for us. Not just that not just that Jesus is marveling that it did happen, but that we should take on the same attitude as the widow. That that we should be willing to give our very last two copper coins to the Lord and that God will honor it, accept it, and, and bless us because of that faithfulness. Now, on one hand, I, I do want to sort of agree with this. I, I think Jesus is watching these dudes drop bags of gold and this widow drop her last two pennies with children in tow or on her hip or something like that. And indeed, if the 0.002% that I think I know about God is accurate, then he is exactly the kind of God who would lift that widow up and honor her for her gift and that the very rich gifts that were given while loved by the temple, no doubt, God saw as an insult. But that brings up the important question of the point, or, or really maybe even more, what do we do with that point? Because Jesus may be elucidating a reality for the disciples about who God is in relationship to the widow, but let me ask a question. Did God ask the widow to put in her last penny? Was Jesus suggesting that this is a great situation, that all the widows of Jerusalem should come to the temple right now and give all of their mites to the temple? Now, I I am sure that there are people who will wholeheartedly say, yes, that is exactly what Jesus is wanting. And and they might be, be saying that Jesus wants that from a very godly place or from a very corrupt place. But both of them are dead wrong. 
because if you notice what happens next, which is why you should never let subheadings be your guide. So set this in your mind. Just set your, set your mind on the story for a second. Let it, let it go back a couple thousand years to Jesus and his disciples who are just in the temple. Jesus just wiped the floor clean in every debate the leaders threw at him. Remember how the disciples and the whole city were shouting king songs to Jesus while he marched to Jerusalem a few days earlier. The triumphal entry, as we call it, is, is a demonstration of Jesus' kingship even as he subverts it, which is a deep hope for the people. The people are hoping that David is coming again to establish freedom and greatness for the kingdom of Israel. But equally so, the people yearned for a temple, for their religion, for their their spiritual leaders to not be caught up in politics and subcommittees and power struggles and, and money. So imagine seeing Jesus toss out all of those scoundrels from the temple and drive out their, their way to manipulate the system so that they could make more money and then lay waste to the, to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and the temple leaders who were allowing that kind, of, that kind of thing to happen. Leaving the temple, how could these disciples think, man, this is the moment, bros, we're seeing it. It's coming to life. The king is come. He's going to fix this temple. He's going to make it great again. So when Jesus honors that widow, the disciples love it. Yes, we give God all we have out of our poverty too. God loves us now. The temple is going to be ours. But then Luke records for us immediately following this. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Now, most people treat this like a new subject. (laughs) And it is. It sort of is. But it is not disconnected from what came before. Do you think Jesus smiled while he watched the widow putting her last coin into that bucket? Or do you think his face darkened? as he watched men with bags of money flout their wealth and curry favor by visibly giving so much, and then watch them let that widow give her last penny and pretend that they are being pious, that they're being righteous, that they're walking in the way that God wants, I think Jesus' face was red with rage. I think when the disciples walked away from that moment and turned their faces up to those magnificent stones piled on top of each other, paid for by gifts to God, they felt strength and hope and security, and they had forgotten altogether that woman and what it cost her children to keep those stones piled up on one another. And that's why Jesus says, what you see will come tumbling down. Did we forget that God didn't need a temple. A lot of the Bible is about people trying to figure out what kind of box to put God in and God consistently resisting every single one they use. God doesn't need their temple. The temple existed to give the people an easy way to connect to God. It was a vehicle for a message. But the vehicle became the message. And so Jesus says the vehicle must come tumbling down too. But that widow, that widow and her gift, that widow and her gift, she will not be forgotten. 
I hope that demonstrates for you how easy it is to take an actual point Jesus is making. He's saying, yeah, God honors that gift more, but he isn't saying, I love the whole picture of it. (laughs) In fact, we can tell from his very next words that this is not at all what God wanted to have happen. In fact, you can't help but think back to the prophet Amos, who speaks for God, saying, I hate and despise your festivals. Your assemblies are a stench to me. Your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I don't want them. Though you bring the fattest offerings possible, I don't care. Away with your noisy songs. I will not listen to the music of your hill song. Let justice roll down like a river and righteousness like a never-failing stream. If you want a clue into the heart of God, it isn't more widows' mites. It's less hungry widows. It's greater compassion and greater self-giving love. So it is something altogether beautiful for us to see Jesus reject the crushing violence of the world's view of kingship, even his own people's view of kingship. And it is altogether beautiful to see Jesus reject the ornate vainglory of the temple so that we can see the message of the widow is not give your last penny to the temple. It's an indictment on corruption and a promise that God will never forget one single act of faith. And that is still perhaps the most beautiful miracle of all that should reorient all of our perceptions as we behold our Lord and Savior this Holy Tuesday. Peace and strong coffee.